You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Carr, and me, Barbara Ann Wild. And today is really cool because we have a visitor. We have one of my girlfriends, and I'm so excited that you came to visit us today. We have Miss Diane Cannon. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, welcome. Thank you. How cool. I mean, Okay, so I have to say this. I met Diane. Well, I've obviously I've known who you are for a long time and you know, besides like all your movies and everything that you've done, but I always saw you at the Laker games and we didn't eat, know each other then, but you know, Gilby and I have been season ticket holders for many, many years. I don't even know how long. And I would always see you walking in because our seats are right by the visitors bench right behind the visitors bench are you still are you still no 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 no, we don't have we uh sold our seats but we still go to games and stuff so but i would always see you coming in because you would come in through the tunnel over there Uh and i would say to gilby i'm like okay so because gilby and i would go to every single game and at the time i used to work downtown and then i would rush home and change my clothes. And then Gilby and I would drive all the way back downtown to go to the games. And I'd always see you and I'm like, okay, the only one that is more diehard than us is you because we'd always see you at the games. And I was like, I want, I want to get to know her. And then all of a sudden I get invited to a dinner and you're there, you're at the dinner. And we just kind of hit it off. We started talking And one of the coolest things about you is I remember saying to you, I want you to do the podcast. And you said, I'll do your podcast. And I was like, oh, really? You will? (laughs) I'm just kind of throwing it out there, but you will? And you said, yeah, I'll I'll do your podcast. And a lot of times in this town, a lot of people say things and they just say it in passing. And it's always like, you know, they're either blowing smoke up your ass or it's never going to happen. But you followed up with me and were like, when am I doing your podcast? And I was just shocked, but so happy that you're here. So thank you very much for coming. What a and concept! Right to say what you mean and mean what you say. What a concept! I know that's right? that's very rare. <laughs> it's rare. It's really rare. Not oh, wow. not a lot of people do that. It's it's not often that you meet people that do Are what true they're going to say. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, I haven't done many podcasts. You haven't? Yeah, but you've got a way about you, Daniela. <laughs> she sure does. You know, you've got a special way. Hard Aww. to say no to you. Ah, thank you. It's very sweet. So um, I have like a million things I wanted to talk to you about. But first I wanted to ask you because you, you came in leading with this. Um, so Diane walked in wearing her <laughs> Laker championship ring I wanted to ask you, when did you start getting into the Lakers and how did that happen? I was doing a film for Columbia Pictures and 
Mike Frankovich was president of the company at that time. And he called me in one night and said, look, I have tickets to the Lakers game. Would you like to go? Would I like to go? He said, they're floor seats. I said, oh, yes, I'd love <laughs> to go. And he said, my secretary is going to go with you. I said, that's great. Um, I didn't know that his secretary was absolutely, now this is a few years ago, girlfriend, before pot became so-called legal. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know that- the forum? Hmm? Was this at the forum? This was at the forum. Yeah. Way before Staples. Right. So I didn't know that she was absolutely raked out, just driving <laughs> crazily and having oh so much fun at the game. And that's when Jerry West was playing. Right. And he fell on my lap and spilled coffee all over my lap. No way. <gasps> that was... That was, I don't, I don't think, I'm not even sure the games were televised then. They must have been, but yeah. that, that happened. And that was my first experience of sitting on the floor. And I thought, this is the first time in my life I'm going to work my way down. I'm going to work my way down to the floor. I got to sit on the floor <laughs> because you're right there oh, in the, the middle of all that action and those gorgeous butts and legs and thighs <laughs> and all these amazing athletes yeah who I've been able to watch I, I see them come into their manhood now I'd been a basketball fan a hockey fan a baseball fan my father taught me took me to all the games as ah, a kid so okay. I'd been a sports enthusiast for years okay loving basketball was not a new thing to me all right but the way I loved the men was new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, at a girl. An appreciation <laughs> yeah. for manhood. Why is your face red? <laughs> oh, Phil's heard Talking it all. To Believe the me. <laughs> Phil, trust us, he has heard it all. The we poor torture guy. him, poor guy. We want to have a segment called Poor Phil. <laughs> oh, I think he's enjoying it. Yeah, he is. <laughs> So you went and you just caught the bug right then and there. Well, I had the bug before. Before, but the bug but to I go to the, the game. the floor seat yeah. bug. Okay. That's different. Yeah. So when I was married to my first husband, really a darling man, a kind man, a beautiful man, a generous man, when it came time for our divorce, we had Laker seats. And that was when I said, this is the first time in my life I want to work my way down because he had Laker seats halfway up. Oh, okay. And I and I said that's really nice, but but I want to. Mm. So um, <laughs> so when we got our divorce, I said you keep the house, I want the Laker seats. Shut up. Yeah, you're kidding and me. And I got the Laker seats. <laughs> and by then we had worked our way down to the floor. Uh huh. And he spent a lot of money for those tickets. When we was were, this? We were mid court. I don't know years. Wow. I don't know time. Okay. That's why I'll never grow old. I <laughs> That's the secret. Time. No, it is. It really yeah. is. It is I the love secret. That. Yeah. Stop knowing when, what year, da, da, da. You can count the years, but to name the years, why do you have to stop and think that far back? <laughs> right? It takes so much True. time and energy. Exactly. So that was then. Uh-huh. And that was, the seats were... Okay, here's the baskets at both ends of the floors. I was in the middle, on the on the middle. That's where my seat was when I first went down to the floor. 
Um, now you're a little bit more towards where... Now I sit right next to the Lakers. The players, yeah. Right next to the Lakers. I started at the Forum. The Lakers were at the other end of the floor. Right. And Arsenio Hall and... Jack? No. Arsenio Hall and Magic had seats where my seats are now. Oh, okay. And I got them. Yeah. Magic is one seat away from me. Yeah, because I've seen Magic sit next to you a lot. Yeah. Magic is one seat. I have the best seat in the house because I'm right with the Lakers. I hear it all. (laughs) And I get Magic's comments on Uh hearing it all. Uh (laughs) And, you know, I just, it's such a wonderful evening because it's it's not just being on the floor. It's not just the athletes. When I walk into that tunnel, especially now, after COVID, when I walk into that tunnel and I see those lights and I hear those people happy mm-hmm. and uplifted and all cheering for one thing, there's such a oneness. Mm-hmm. There's such a celebratory feeling. Yeah. It's healing. Yeah. And now more than ever, it's just, ah, oh, I walk in and I just feel how blessed I am to, to be a part of it. Right. And, um, the only thing is this year I wasn't able to bring my brownies because for 22 years I brought fresh baked brownies. I always wondered what it was that you were handing out. I would yeah. see you come and bring these like tins of stuff. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? I want that. Yeah, <laughs> brownies? you would if you tasted them. Yeah. Oh, man. They were brownies from my oven. Diane, I, you need to go back home, bring some brownies, and come back here. I thought about it today, but I thought the the, the wine would serve you the better. The wine is lovely. Thank you. Um, and I'm sorry. Well, you guys oh, it's okay. Share. Yeah. We, okay. Share everything, we share everything. So. Look at us. We're, did you know you were doing a <laughs> we, podcast with Charlie's Angels? We today? were laughing. We're all Showed in up in jumpsuits. Jump yeah. All of us. All, all of us. This is a jumpsuit. Oh we God, we can't so do the Charlie's funny. Angels funny, thing, isn't it? Yeah. We're all in jumpsuits and biker boots. Yeah, yeah we are. are. <laughs> we are the girls. Absolutely. Yeah, we go. are the girls. <laughs> the valet, which is always why I got my car parked so well, the valet, the sports announcers, the Lakers, and the buses only on Sunday because they were always on diets. But they got brownies every year. This is the Man, first... they must love seeing you walking in. This is the first year. Well, isn't that the way it. to any man's heart? <laughs> through through stomach. stomach. Yeah. This is the first year yeah. I couldn't do it because you can't take it. I also had to have for the last five years a special thing from Jeannie saying she's allowed to bring food in. But now, no, I can't bring any. Yeah. I yeah. take them to the valet now once in a while. But um. Wow. You know, um, we they were so good to us, the Laker organization. And Gilby got in a, um, a really bad motorcycle accident a few years back. And he broke um, both his legs and was in a, oh a wheelchair and everything. And yeah. I called them up and I said, you know, um, we want to come to the game. It was, I think it was the playoffs. And we want to come to the game, but Gilby has been in a bad accident and he he um, is in a wheelchair and they said, Daniela, pull up to the valet. We will have someone come and meet you, help him out of the car and get him to a seat. I love They that. were incredible. So it really is. It's like, there's this whole like family feel there, isn't there? They have been so, so good to me. I can yeah. never tell you. Yeah. I love those people. Yeah. They're the best organization in the world. And Jerry Buss. Are you watching that new thing now? I They've am. got a new HBO. I am. I just started watching it. I'm only, what am I, two episodes in so far? Well, it's just, you... it was just on last week for the first yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I'm just one episode in. Yeah. I've just started watching it. He's, he's 
doing a pretty good job. What do you think of oh, I Jerry Buss? I think yeah. he's doing an outstanding job. Me too. Really good. What a wonderful actor. I heard that the Lakers have that this is an unauthorized show and that they have their own that they're working on. Actually, I'm a part of that. Oh. I'm filming for them on the 30th. Yeah. Oh, wow. They're doing a, I think it's a four-hour documentary. Really? On the Lakers, yeah. Oh, wow. Their own. Oh, fabulous. Because there's some things that I saw in that first one. That are not, not, yeah. For, for those of you who can't see me, I'm shaking my hand. Yeah. <laughs> not accurate. <laughs> Questionable. <laughs> yeah, but wow, it's such an experience though. I always felt like I was part of this like club, you know, just being able to go there and seeing all the same people all the time. You see so many of the same faces, that, oh, all I the made, regulars. And, that's how I became friendly with some really close friends, Cindy and Glenn Fry. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when the Lakers moved me, when we moved from the Forum to Staples, which is now called something else. Oh, yeah. Well, crypto. It, uh, crypto. Uh, crypto. Uh, crypto.com yeah. crypto. or something like that. I don't like know that. what that is. Yeah. yeah. Staples for me. Yeah. When I moved from Forum to Staples, the Laker people said, do you want to be at the same end as the players? Because the play players at the Forum were at that end. I said, yes. <laughs> so I, they said, and who do you want to bring with you? So... I called all my friends and said, do you want to move to the other end? And they did. And yeah. so we're a group. We've, been, yeah. we've had these we, seats for years. And We sat with, um, Gary Marshall sat. Um, oh, he's such a darling. Oh, God. Such a darling. Oh, man. I loved him. Oh, my God. He, he used was to make so me laugh. sweet. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> he was so great. And uh, he sat behind us for years. And, you know, so we ended up getting to know his family. Were and, you on the floor? Uh, no, we were in row 103, but there is no row in front of us. So it was, you know, oh, okay. the, that gate is right there. And then it's all the, you know, the Lakers staff where they kind of stand there, right by the tunnel. Gotcha. So there was nobody in front of us, but every once in a while they would say, hey, do you guys want to sit on the floor? And they would upgrade us and we would just sit on the floor and Gilby nice. and I would be like, oh my God, this is the shit. <laughs> it was so great because the energy is so different on the floor. It is. It's just, you 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 feel the weight of their bodies running back and forth. And yeah, you feel it. You feel it. And it's just, it's it's intense. Um, and I just couldn't, you know, take I've my eyes I've had him land on my lap. Yeah. Lucky. There was one guy who landed <laughs> with his head here and his butt here, and I knew if I patted it, it would be all over. <laughs> <laughs> could be all over television. So I just dreamt about it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You have done, like, I don't even know where to begin with you, but you've done so many movies that I've enjoyed. Heaven Can Wait and Ted and... Bob Carroll, Ted and Alice. Uh -huh. Yes. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Uh, you've done so many great movies. How did you get started in acting? How old were you? I was in my teens, and I was at the University of Washington. I wanted to go into acting, but they were also weird. They had long hair and sandals, <laughs> and I wanted to belong. Listen, Seattle's a very provincial city. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and... I was born of a of a Jewish mother and a father who was God who, and he found Christ who I didn't know was lost, and there was warfare. <laughs> there was all kinds of warfare. Uh -huh. And so when I left home, belonging was very important to me, mm -hmm. as I think it is to most kids. Mm -hmm. I think that's why we're seeing what we're seeing now, besides the internet making it so, um, I mean, I read where teen suicide is up. Yeah. 
without the a doubt. Ladder. And, yeah. And I really believe that it's that feeling of not really belonging. Mm. Um, ultimately, you find out that it's really belonging to yourself that matters. But in those days, it was just belonging to someone or something that was bigger than you or as whatever it was in your own thinking. So I thought, no, I'm not going to be an actress because look at the way they're dressed and they're trying to be different and I want to be the same. Then I was going to be an anthropologist, the study of man and all that BS. Not BS for people that love it, but for me it was it was just something <laughs> to do other than do what I really wanted to do, which was to belong. So I came to Los Angeles. I was working. There's lots of stories, but you got to read my book. You got to read I my do. book, dear Carrie. So you know they're making a mini series out of it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm executive producing a four hour oh, mini series. Whoa, that's gonna be amazing. Yeah, it is. Wow. Oh, I can't and, wait. Um, well, because you uh, famously are, were married to Carrie Grant, Grant, yeah, which is. Oh my God! I like I have so many things I want to ask you. I don't even know where to begin. And it's I don't too wanna... bad we didn't do this in just a few weeks because I've got a couple of really big announcements coming out, but they're a few weeks away. Okay, that's all right. We'll have to have yeah, you can... on again. Yeah, we'll have to have <laughs> maybe, you on again. Maybe we'll be lucky enough to have you again. But you okay? So you got into acting. So I came to L.A. Mm -hmm. I worked for Eleanor Green. I hired models for him. And one day I'm having lunch on the Sunset Boulevard in Frascati's, which at that time was a real hip restaurant. A man came up to me and said, are you an actress? Now I have a girlfriend on this side and a girlfriend on this side. And I'm poking him. I said, yeah. <laughs> he said, what have you done? And I named every play I'd ever seen. Lied my head off. He said, <laughs> love it. He said, well, I think you could be a star. And I said, what does that mean? He said, I think you could be a big star in movies. I said, well, then do it. What, what shall I do? He said, well, give me your number. I said, I don't think I'll do that, but I'll take yours. Uh-huh. And so he gave me his number, Jack Hopkins. You're fast on your toes. As a blonde, I played dumb for a lot of years. Sure. Because yeah. that was the popular thing yeah. to do. I remember <laughs> yeah. being at a party with Sidney Poitier and Diane Carroll and a bunch of other luminaries. Mm. And I laughed when I was supposed to laugh. And I pretended to be stupid and not know the answers that I did know. And it came to a point where I just said, I'm not going to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that anymore. You're supposed to be a dumb blonde because you're dumb and you're so-called pretty. And uh-uh, no, mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. So I took hold of the reins mm -hmm. some of the time until I got married. Then I gave the reins completely away. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I know what I did. I gave Jack my work number. I gave him, I told him I worked for Eleanor Green and he looked up Eleanor Green. I didn't give him the number. He looked it up. What are you doing now? I said, I work for Eleanor Green. So he looked it up. He called my boss, Oscar Levinson, and uh, who is the nicest, kindest man in the world. So I've just been surrounded by these angels, really. I, I mean, really. Mm. Who've looked out for me and protected me and guided me and directed me and nurtured me and sustained me and maintained me. And I just, I feel so blessed. I don't know if I felt blessed then. I think I just felt lucky then. Now I know it's blessed. Mm. And so Jack said, I would like to take her to meet Jerry Wald. So Oscar said to me, um, he, he was the guy that made all the big films in that day. So Oscar said, I'll talk to Diane about it. And if she wants to go, I'll arrange it. And so he was giving me days off. And 
I said, you know what? I'm going to quit my job. He said, don't do that yet. <laughs> I said, but I'm going to, they he told me I'm going to be a star. So I'm just going to quit my job. He said, not yet. I said, okay. So I went and had lunch with Jack. And then he took me to meet Jerry Wald. And I walked into the room and way across the room was this desk with this little head above it. And I walked in the room and he went, guns, cannons, dynamite, explosion. And I kind of <laughs> looking around to see what he was talking about. He said, what's your name, kid? I said, Diane Friesen. He said, Diane Cannon. I said, okay. Wow. Can you imagine, you imagine that I said, okay. So he said, we're going to give you a screen test. And you'd never acted before or done an yeah, acting class? Yeah, I'd acted in high school. Okay. But I hadn't acted in years. Yeah. No, we're going to give you a screen test. Okay. Were you nervous? Well, I was too, I was too, not cocky, but I was too uninformed. Mm, yeah. To be nervous. Yeah. So when I walked into the makeup room with Sidney Gilleroff, who was the makeup man of the day, I mean, that I was put with the biggie immediately. Jerry Wall, Sidney Gilleroff, and sitting in the chair that he was making up was Elizabeth Taylor. Shut wow. up. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. When I look back on it, it's crazy. Wow. And it's all true. And she got up and said, hello, and you don't need any makeup. And I thought, I'm going to pee my pants. Oh, my <laughs> God. Elizabeth Taylor. Wow. Amazing. Probably the most gorgeous woman. At that time that I'd ever seen those eyes and that Valentine face and that lips. And so I sat down and Sydney made me up and I went on the set and shot the scene and it turned out really, really well. They called me back to the studio the following Friday, let's say a couple of weeks later. And um, when I walked in the room, I noticed, oh, I was living in a, an apartment with a Murphy bed. Uh -huh. So it was like just a big room uh -huh. and I had a roommate. And she decided that she was going to have a party for me to celebrate my contract, right? So, so you became a contract. You, you got a studio contract. Well, that's what they told me, right? Yeah, okay. We were going to have a studio contract. Okay. And Jerry Wald is right. Da, 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 da. In those blah, days, blah, that blah. was like the big goal, right? Big deal. Yeah. Yeah. You're under contract to the yeah. studio. Look at that little face. Oh. I know. They're listening. Oh. <laughs> Walk into a room. Jerry Wald isn't there. There's a bunch of business suits in there. My agent and I, Jack and I, and the head suit says, you're really a good actress. I said, oh, thank you. And he said, you scene went really well. I said, thank you. He said, you know, you, you really know how to do it, but your nose isn't the right size. And you could use a little more. Boobs. And pointed to the, and I think, I said, my what isn't what? Well, your your nose doesn't photograph well. I said, oh, okay. I can fix that. I know what to do about that. So Jack drove me home. He said, don't be discouraged. There's other, net, there's other net, networks. Uh, that's today. Studios. Studios. I got home and there was a party going on celebrating <laughs> my contract. Oh, wow. Because we were so sure that was going to happen. And there was no place to go. So I drug the phone into the bathroom and closed the door. I called mom and dad. I said, I know what you've been discussing about getting me a gift for Christmas, but I know what I want. And they said, what? <laughs> I said, a nose job. They said, a nose what? I said, <laughs> I said, I want a nose job. I've decided 
somebody said no to me and now I want it more than ever. Wow. I said, uh, I, that's what I want. And I got the phone book out and I started looking up plastic surgeons. Wow. And I Boy, called, times changed. Right. right? <laughs> and I called, oh gosh, his name's in my book. I remember a lot of names, but right now I'm not remembering his name. He was an angel. The doctor? The doctor. Was it Dr. Parks? Yes. Oh my God. How do you remember that? Well, you know why I know that? Why? Because Dr. Parks did my nose. Are you serious? And he was the nose guy at that time. What? Yeah. I I would, that's so weird. Oh, crazy. We're sisters. <laughs> We're sisters. That is, that is so weird. It was Dr. Stanley Parks. Yes, Dr. Parks. Yeah. Well, I, I went to go of- see him when I was 18 years old because oh my, my agent told me I needed a nose job. Told me I looked like Barbara Streisand. And I needed to get my nose fixed. So I said, well, who do I go to? And they said, go to Dr. Parks. He does everybody. And I went in to go see him. And he shuffled into the office because he was already a lot older back then. And he walked in and he was he was kind of really old. And I thought, oh, God, he's going to do my nose. He's really old. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, well, my apprentice is actually who is really going to do it. And he's working under me, under my supervision. And that was Dr. Kenodia. Really? So wow. it was Dr. Parks and Dr. Kenodia that I did my nose. I had never heard of him. Well, I will tell you what happened to me. He said, get out of my office. I God said, bless him. what do you mean? He said, Diane, they'll not only try to change you on the outside, they'll try to, more important, to change you on the inside. Wow. He said, I will not touch that nose. He said, in years to come, people will come in here saying, give me Diane Cannon's nose. He said, don't get out of my office. Unbelievable. Love that. Now, when I tell you that- He I'm was a sur- lovely man. When I tell you I've been surrounded by angels- Mm-hmm. 100%. On. He yeah. wasn't looking for the dollar. No. He was protecting me. He didn't even know me. Mm-hmm. And he said, get out of my office. I said, well, what about, he said, they're perfect. Don't <laughs> touch them. <laughs> Pointing to my breasts. Yeah. That so, is so crazy because you, he. I always thought he was a really lovely man because I oh. went to my agency, my modeling agency gave me a, a picture of a model and said, get this nose. And I walked into Dr. Parks and I said, I want this nose. And he looked at me and he goes, no, go to another doctor then. I'm not doing that nose. He goes, that nose will not suit your face. You just need to shave a little bit off your bump and that's it. And that's all I'm willing to do. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. It didn't hurt Barbara Streisand. (laughs) No, it didn't hurt her at all. Yeah, I know. But I wasn't, I couldn't sing, so. (laughs) Well, your nose looks beautiful. Thank you. What a precious man. Yeah, he was a lovely man. I've never heard of him, and I pretty much know most of... uh, Well, Dr. Parks was really big in those days. He did like everybody back in those days. If you needed a nose job, you went to Dr. Parks. I don't know how I came to him, but I was guided that way, too. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's so crazy. I bet you should remember that name and say that, and that we both in his office. I mean, that's just... That is so uncanny. Isn't that something? Unbelievable. And yeah, that's the that's his name. That's so weird, and that's what I thought of when you were saying it. <laughs> I'm going to go home and ask Sharon. Sharon Osborne's basically my family. And yeah. I'm going to ask Sharon, how come we've never talked about this Dr. Parks? I've never heard, because she knows everybody he in that world. He was lovely. I've never heard of him. Yeah, he was a lovely man, and I think I saw a picture in his office of Raquel Welch, and I went, yeah, oh. you look like her. Okay. So much like her. It's crazy. Every time Zach sees a picture of her, he goes, that's Daniela. Oh, yeah. One can only wish. But um, not in the least. You don't think? In the least. 
Well, maybe in photos. Yeah. No, she's totally different. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I th- I see the the shape of the face here, mm-hmm. but yeah. You know what? I see I see the spirit. I see the spirit more than mm-hmm. I see. I see the outside, sure, mm-hmm. but mostly what rings true to me is the spirit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's Gilby pulling out of the garage. He's working on motorcycles, so you'll hear that noise. Is he constantly. still riding motorcycles? He still rides motorcycles. Do you yeah. worry? All the time, all the time. Yeah, I kind of hold my breath when he goes out on a bike ride, and we, and then I make him call me when he gets places. But you know, we can talk on the phone and through the helmet now too, so that makes it a little easier. It's not just about him; it's the other drivers. Oh yeah, you know? everybody's so distracted. Drivers are, you know, and mad today. People yeah. are so angry on the road crazy and they're all on their phones there's so many distractions in the car texting and yeah yeah so it it is it's very worrying and he's been in a couple accidents already so it's it's scary but his legs uh well one before that and then his legs yeah not none since his legs no no thank goodness Uh, yeah but yeah he's a good looking man isn't he that he is That he is. I know. And she's a good-looking woman. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's funny, right? He's a, he's a really good-looking guy. Um, and he's somehow men, I don't know, he doesn't age. Uh, he has neither one of you. No, thank you. Come thank on, you. your bodies, your faces. Well, neither Absolutely. have you. I mean, you are a phenomenal beauty. I mean, it is ridiculous. And you're ageless. Look at you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. And it's not just your outside appearance, uh, outside appearance. It's you have youthful energy. It's your energy. You're very young-hearted and young-spirited. I think we always will be. Yeah. I think those of us that really love life and are grateful mm-hmm. always will be. Don't you think so? Yeah. Without a doubt. I hope so. I, I think when we're grateful and we really enjoy life and live it and love it, yeah. And live that love. Yeah. Oh, what can stop us? 100%. Nothing. Right? Well, plus Nothing. I did a little I did a little research and you're a Capricorn and Capricorns get better as they get older. Ooh, they're, mama. they're you know, the goat. So they're going to get up that mountain slow and steady and they live longest of all the zodiac. Really? Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And my husband's a Capricorn. I love Capricorns, but yeah. that's, you know, they get better as they get older. Look at her skin. Look how she's I know. glowing. I know. I know. She has the most ridiculous skin in the world. <laughs> Thank you. So crazy. My, my luck, lucky with my mom, Polish, uh, Russian. I've got the, you know. You know, I love what Poland is doing right now. For those oh, people. I was just oh, listening wow. on the way. Yeah. Danielle and I've I are both news junkies. And gen- I, I mean, I'm, I'm goosebumped all over right now. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. And I really can't talk too much about it because I'll break down. Yeah. At the yeah. thought of what these Precious people are going through, but those yeah, people terrible. in Poland oh, and those trains that are coming in every mm-hmm. day, and and the people saying, I mean, I've got goosebumps everywhere. Mm-hmm. The people saying, we've got places for them to stay, not just two or three days, but for months or years. If right? Yeah. yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. yeah. More people are coming in now than than is the entire population of Poland. Mm-hmm. They're right. so they've made jokes about Pol- Polish people for so many years. You're right. You're right. So many 100%. years. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely. We have. Yeah. Well, right now and from now on, those jokes will stop because yeah. they have the biggest hearts. They're showing forth the Incredible. beauty of holiness and the wealth of love. Mm-hmm. That's what they're showing forth. Absolutely. Yeah. A yeah. staggering amount of love. Yeah, it's incredible. And 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 thank God for that. 
Yeah, there's no, there's no saying no. There's no. It's just mm -hmm. welcoming. Oh my and, gosh! Yeah, yeah it's, it's not, beautiful. We don't have enough. It's we have everything for you. Come on. Yeah. yeah Thank it's God. Incredible. We're living in such crazy times. Did you ever think like? All these in your lifetime that you'd see a time like this, Ever. yeah, and, and not I, not in America. Yeah, that's how I feel. We've seen times like this. Yeah, but it's always over there. Yeah, never here. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Yeah, I know. Or seeing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Defund the police. It's dehearten. Yeah. It's disheartening. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy stuff. Uh, uh, arrest these people and put them in, and then let them go. Yeah. Yeah, I the feel border, the same way. I mean, it's the energy crisis. None of it makes sense. You can't make sense out of nonsense. No, no. I mean, and just everything with the pandemic and the riots, it's been like one thing after another. And I just, it's so crazy. It's I, I crazy. Never, never thought I would see anything like this here. Never. You know, I, I grew up in Israel. I was born in Israel. Really? So, yeah, an Israeli. Oh, I have many friends there. Yeah. I was there just before COVID. Oh, yeah? What a beautiful place. And you what were just beautiful. there. Wow. I was there just before COVID, my first trip. Oh, wow. Just before COVID, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been back. Where in Israel? Um, well, I was born in, um, I, I lived in a town called Afula. Where is that? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> How do I know? I don't well, remember. I, have, I was a kid. Yeah, I was a kid. I don't remember, I but see. I was but I was born in close to um, Ilat. Okay, so, like in like a beachy town. Okay, so, yeah. And I, you came here when you were? I came here when I was sixteen. That's when I met Gilby. But I went to South Africa first. I lived in South Africa for a few years and then came here. So yeah, I love South Africa. I filmed there. What gorgeous country! Oh my god, tablecloth so mountain, yeah, tabletop, tabletop. Yeah. yeah, and it looks like it has a tablecloth on it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Beautiful. Oh, it's so beautiful. You've got the ocean on one side and the mountains, mountains. on the other, and it's it's stunning. And very hip designers, young yeah. designers. There. Yeah, true. Yeah, a lot of a lot of um. I mean, I got my fashion bug living in South Africa. Yeah, mm -hmm. I brought back some boots from South Africa, and that was. What, maybe 20 years ago mm -hmm. just now are they popular they're way ahead of time oh, yeah. way ahead of the others yeah israel too israel has yes. really great yep. um fashion great fashion yeah you were born in israel you came yeah. here no but you i met wanted your guy to and you ran you. away so if you <laughs> yeah. came here when you were 16 yeah and you met him when you were 16 yep then you weren't with your parents for very long no no i ran away from home with gilby when i was 16 oh, yeah God. yeah so i was and how much later were you married? Uh, we got married when I was 21, but he didn't know. He thought I was 23 because I had lied to him all along and told him I was 18 when I met him when I was actually 16. <laughs> so I'm also quick on my feet. <laughs> yeah, I knew if he, I told him how old I really was, he wouldn't go out with me because he's older than I am. And he could be arrested too. Yeah, yeah. Crossing a state line. Yeah, he had no idea. You better so. Yeah. Hold him accountable for that. If you don't want him to ride the motorcycle, you can report him. <laughs> so you were trafficking because you were from Israel and <laughs> right? you just yeah. escaped too, to California. Too late, too late now. But now um, Gilby is uh, seven years older than me. And perfect. Yeah. Now you, when you first, when you married Cary Grant, you were really young. Oh, I was a baby. He was older than my father. How did you meet? He saw me on a TV show called The Diana Adventure that was like Baywatch. Oh. And he saw me in a bathing suit. So you were running around in a skimpy bathing suit? No, it was more than that. It was called <laughs> The Diana Adventure, and I was underwater, and I was da-da-da. I don't, I don't really recall. But uh -huh. he called 
my agent. And at the time I was filming in Rome and my agent called me Addie, who was one of my best friends, called me and said, you're not going to believe this. And guess who called and he wants to meet you. And I said, is he paying my way home? <laughs> Good girl. And she said, no. I said, I'll see you when I come home. And I, I, she sold my car for me. I had a black Thunderbird and she sold the Thunderbird. Oh. Remember those? Yes. And uh, with white interior, it was so hot. Oh my God. So hot. But I loved Rome. I loved the artistry there. Yeah. The way they did what they did. And I was kind of in love. And I said, I'm not coming home. So she called me again and said, he really wants to meet you. I said, I'm not coming home. So when... Are you kidding me? No. They're calling you and telling you that Cary Grant wants to meet you and you're not yeah, willing you to come Yeah, but you know what? Home. I figured out he's not paying my way home, so he doesn't really want to meet me that bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, it just made sense to me. Wait right? a minute. But when you're in love, you're in love. You know, yeah. I was always in love. Uh-huh. So when that broke up and I fled Rome to come home... I lived with Addie because all my money was gone. I had no car. She had sold my car for me. And she was partnered with a man by the name of Hal Gevsky, who's the kindest living man I've ever known. And he was the other agent. So he said, I'm picking you up. We're going to go to Universal. I want to introduce you to somebody. So he picked me up. We went. He said, okay, I want to tell you who you're going to meet today. And I said, who? He said, Cary Grant. I said, why didn't you tell me? I just put on this schmata. Why didn't you <laughs> tell me that I was going to meet him? He said, it's okay. It's no big deal. I said, for you. So he, Carrie had a bungalow. And we knocked on the door, and Dorothy, his secretary, let us in. And Hal said, I'll see you. I said, wait a minute. You're not coming? He said, no. So I went in, and um, if you've ever known what a stun gun is, I mean, this man was, I've, I've never felt a presence like that. Forget his looks, which you can't because they're staggering. Yeah. Stunning man. Overwhelming. Yeah. And he had on an open shirt. Stop it. White shirt with white pants and these beigey shandles and tan body. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you're done. Stick a fork in you. You're done. I was. Yeah. But I didn't let him see that. How old were you? Um, Probably. I'm not sure. Maybe 21. Yeah. And uh, 22. Yeah. And we talked for four hours because I was told he had a movie, right, that he wanted for me. That's why I went to visit. That's why I went to his office because okay. he had a movie for me. Uh -huh. And at the end of four hours, I realized he'd never mentioned that movie. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Four hours of talking. And then was he flirting? You know, he said, you're much prettier in person. You know, and I wanted to say you are too, but I didn't. <laughs> and it was easy. Uh huh. Four hours, it has to be easy. If yeah. it's not, if it's not easy, it's going to yeah. be 15, 20 minutes, a half hour. Yeah. But it just flowed. Right. And he asked a lot about my background and uh -huh. a lot about my parents, a lot about my faith, a lot about da 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 da. Next morning, he took my number, my phone number. At 7.15, my phone rang. And I didn't want to answer it because it was Addie's phone and they didn't have cell phones in. Right. So he said, I want you to listen to a program with me. What was it called? Oh, it's in my book. I've remembered most of the names really well. 
Oh, it was one of those faith programs. Okay. Today's faith. Yeah, you have a memory like a steel trap. Yeah, I have I'm a never really going to tell memory. you anything I want you to forget. <laughs> so will you listen with me? I said, yeah, yeah, I'll listen. And he said, uh, would you like to have dinner tonight? And I said, no, I can't. I'm busy. I'm sorry. And, um, <laughs> Told Cary Grant you're busy. For about three or four months. Uh-huh. I lied mm-hmm. because my little voice said, don't go there. Smart. Don't yeah. go there. And I didn't listen ultimately. You went there. What happened was he called one day and he said, I'd love for you to have lunch with me in the commissary today. Now this guy, Skip Ward, this actor, his names are just coming to me. Um, hot looking guy. He'd been chasing me for a long time. And you'll understand why. And, and I went out with him a couple of times, but I wasn't interested. So Carrie said, I'd like you to have lunch with me at Universe a lot. And I said, I can't. I'm filming at uh, Fox. He said, well, tell me tell me who you're filming with, and I'll call and arrange for them to let you go. <laughs> I said, oh, I can do that. I can do that. Let me see if I can do that. He said, if not, you let me know, and I'll. So I waited 15, 20 minutes. I called him back. I said, guess what? They changed the dates of filming. I can go. <laughs> I called Addie and I said, I don't know what to wear. Can I wear your beige outfit with the orange trim? She said, of course. So as I'm walking into the Universal Commissary, Skip Ward sees me oh. and says, hey, Diane, come on over here. I said, I can't. And I hear, Miss Cannon from over there. And Skip turns and looks and sees it's Cary Grant calling me, right? I said, bye. <laughs> With Carrie, who was sitting with Milton Green, the photographer, and some people that he was filming with, including Doris Day. Oh, my God. So then he took me to the set, put me in his chair. He was It was towards the last days of filming, and he was handing out gifts to all the crews. So I sat with him in his trailer as he handed out the gifts. And as he was driving me back to my car, we were chit-chatting, and he said, you would never want to hurt me, would you? I said, of course I would. And he laughed. <laughs> and he said, I'd like to invite you to my home in Palm Springs next weekend. I said, oh, my girlfriend Darlene and I would love to. Just <laughs> You are such a fast thinker. So quick. came yeah. out of me. <laughs> he said, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't what I had in mind. <laughs> I called Darlene. I said, Darlene, we're going to Palm Springs next weekend. She <laughs> said, I'd rather hang by my toenails. Do you know it's 120 degrees there? I said, with Cary Grant. She said, what time shall I be ready? <laughs> As any good friend would say. <laughs> I was renting a car because I was living with Addie, and I had no car. Right. So I was renting a car from Nate. I don't even know Nate's last name, but every star in Hollywood rented their cars from Nate. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I had a car. Nate and Carrie said, meet me in back of the Directors Guild on Sunset Boulevard. Oh, my God. And from there, you can follow me to Palm Springs. Oh, so you weren't even going to drive with him? No. Okay. So we drive to back. That's a good question. So we drive Mm -hmm. to, I drive to the back of, first, I drive to Darlene's. I pick her up. We drive to the back of the Directors Guild. Carrie comes, the top is down. Carrie comes around to her side of the car and hands her a piece of paper and says, look, uh, oh, Nate's, I'm driving a shift car. He says to Darlene, here's the address to my house. If we get lost on the, on the road to Palm Springs, that wasn't freeway then. 
if we get lost on the highway, here's the directions to my house once you get to Palm Springs. She says, oh, no. Now, Darlene is this, when I say gorgeous, mm-hmm. remember Arlene Dahl? Mm-mm. Okay, Arlene Dahl was in that day this redheaded beauty, and Darlene made her look, ugh. Darlene was this <laughs> redheaded gorgeous beauty. A lot of people say, why would you take a beauty with you? Because <laughs> she was my best friend, and I wanted it there. So, Excuse me, I think that's insulting. You're the beauty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're, you know, saying, yeah. why tempt him? So she said, oh, no. What's wrong, Darlene? She said, I don't know how to drive a clutch. Maybe I can ride with you. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. She got out of the car. No. Got in the car with him. Oh, my no. God. Yes. No. I'm thinking, just happened. I would have left her by the side of the road and let her oh hitch. Oh, my. <laughs> so Carrie said, come on, follow me. Next door to the director's guild or a few blocks down was a gas station. He said, I don't have any gas. I was filled up. I was ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I followed him into the gas station. Uh-huh. And he pulls out. And as I'm pulling out, I hear, hey, Diane, Diane, Diane. It's Nate. And he's with Jimmy Singer. And he said, hey, that's Jimmy's car. We got to trade cars. Jimmy Stewart? No. One of them. No. Singer. Oh. Young guy. So I need you to give me that car. I'm going to give you this car. Uh Uh-huh. So I have to take the stuff out of the back and put it into Jimmy's car. I have to give Nate, who really belongs to that guy, car. And I look down and the gas tank's on empty. (laughs) By the time I catch up with them on the high- highway, we're halfway to Palm Springs. And when I pull up in back of Carrie with, in a different car, I realized he saw me in one car 15 minutes ago. <laughs> now I'm in a different car. He's like, what is happening? Honking the horn. Yeah. Pulled over. I said, Darlene, this is not stick shift. You can drive this car. <laughs> it's divine intervention. <laughs> That's yeah. great. I got in the car with him, and he says, you silly child. Uh, so I refused to stay at his home. Mm. I said, no, we're going to stay in a motel. Was his home insane? Did you see it? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Insane. And the guest room was, and it was two levels and the pool. and But I said, no, I didn't feel good about it, so I didn't do it. And those were all the things that he later I told me was was what he was attracted to because I was you weren't easy you I gave was, him a chase I was I was, he, I was a, challenge. a challenge yeah for sure yeah. yeah you know I wasn't playing a game mm-hmm. honestly I was not pretending to be a challenge I was scared there mm. was something in me mm. that said don't go there don't do it and I listened to that until I became overwhelmed by his awesomeness I mean yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> I mean, it was just Cary yeah. Grant. You didn't stand a chance. <laughs> no. I mean, for as long as you did, it's remarkable. Yeah. And then what happened? He like eventually put the moves on you? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had yeah. good instincts, though. Yeah. Yeah. He, the movie he made with Doris Day, she got bumps on her face. And couldn't do something with him because of the bump. She had to stay home. 
And he asked me to come to England with him to meet his mother. And a week before the trip, I got bumps on my face. I never had bumps like that on my face ever before, ever, 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 ever. I think I was I was scared. Probably stress. Yeah. Yeah. All those things. Yeah. Yeah. So how long did you date before you guys got married? Probably a couple of years. And a year and a half. I'm not sure. Time. Do you remember the proposal? Yeah. Very well. Yeah. A lot of things happened in between. I was mad at him. I was on the Danny K show. He showed up. He turned the parking lot into a city of lights. Wanted, I broke up with him. I just broke up with him because I wanted marriage. And he said he was never going to get married again. I said, then I'm gone mm-hmm. because I want a husband. I want a family. All the things that young girls mm-hmm. want. Absolutely. Yeah. Or most young girls. Yeah. So I wasn't seeing him. And he would call or he would show up like when I did the Danny Kaye show. I was singing on the Danny Kaye show and he showed up backstage. And when I come out, I said, I thought, you know, we're supposed to be, uh uh-uh. And he said, come with me. And he had turned the parking lot into a city of lights with a chef with a table filled with linen and silver and serving dinner to me. So (laughs) at the end of the evening, he said, so you'll come home with me? I said, no, I want to, but I can't. I really want the, I want the big picture. I, I know that I just can't. So it was off. And there was a lot of things that happened between a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting there watching uh, TV, massaging my gums, and my ear itched. So I put that thing in my ear, and when I took it off, the rubber thing was gone. The rubber thing was Ooh, in my lodged ear. Lodged in your ear. Oh, yes. oh, my God. And he called. And he said, I want to talk to you. I said... <laughs> I need help. I I need to go to the to the. He's and I told him what happened. He said, "Get in the shower, and put let the water go right into your ear and jump up and down, and then turn it the other way and it'll fall out." So I tried that and I called him back and said, "Carrie, I just got a water an ear full of water and I can't do this. Will you take me to the emergency room?" So he did. He came. He took me to the emergency room. I went in. The guy took the thing out, gave it to me. Oh. I got back in the car. We're driving heavy traffic. I said, can we go get some licorice ice cream? And licorice ice cream? Yeah. Wow, that sounds so good to me. It was Baskin Robbins. It was mm, amazing. Yum. And and we went and got some. And he was driving so crazily that the the top of the cone fell off. You can't uh-huh. write this stuff. No. <laughs> and um, I said, Carrie, my ice cream's ever. You're getting ice cream all over my car. Damn it. And he put on the braces. Damn it. Will you marry me? What? Like that. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. I said, oh, that's just a lovely proposal. Let me think about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I climbed on top of him. Oh, my God. Right? He's the driver. There's the window. I climb on top of him. Horns are honking. <laughs> and I took the little nub thing, and I said, and with this little ear thing, I I marry you. <laughs> and um, And we were married. Oh my God, was there ever a time when you were like pinching yourself going, how is this my life? Like I'm marrying Cary Grant. Like this is crazy. I mean, he was such a huge, huge star. He was the biggest. I don't know why. I didn't. You didn't feel like that? No, I didn't. There was so much angst. It wasn't easy Mm. being with Cary. 
I'm sure. And that's the thing is people don't realize, you know, like it all looks so glamorous from the outside, but it's... No, it wasn't easy. And so I didn't think, oh boy, am I lucky. Because there were times when I was just obnoxious as well. You know, it wasn't Mm -hmm. just Carrie. It takes two. Mm -hmm. I mean, he took me to see Pat Collins, the hip hypnotist, who was amazing at the Macombo on Sunset Boulevard, which was the big deal. And she called me up to the stage and she hypnotized me. And then when she woke me up, she said, and what do you have to say to him? And I said, you're sterile. What? <gasps> to Carrie. <laughs> oh, no, I said, you're impotent. Oh, my God. Something. I can't remember the words I said. But he was. But I was under hypnosis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you can't be held accountable for that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Anyhow, I ran down Sunset Boulevard. He couldn't find me. There were a lot of times when I, you know, provoked things, yeah, I'm I- sure. It it wasn't easy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. That was a long time ago. Yeah. All I know is I want to, when when I die, I want to come back as you. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, just wild life. Oh, honey, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. I could sit here for a month and talk to you and just find out everything, all your stories. You're such a good storyteller. Is there a product that you can't live without? Beauty product? Like, what do you use on your face? Oh, I change all the time. You do? I do, too. So does Barb. I change a lot. There's um, A&D ointment. <laughs> <laughs> A&D ointment is good. That's good stuff. I've used that for years. I use it on my lips. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. But beauty products, I... Um, no, not really. Not really. No, I What's can't. your thing? Like, what do you love? Like, do you like, like, I'm a shoe whore. I'm a beauty product a shoe, whore. A yeah. shoe, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and I've been praying about that too. <laughs> Can you put in a prayer for me too while you're at it? No, I mean it. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll just, when I shouldn't, I do. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I, then I have to. <sighs> it's such an addiction. I don't know what honey, it is, I've but we get so out of it. I've got so many shoes and I just got rid of some. Mm-hmm. That was so hard. It's like oh, a lover, right? It's worse than that. Yeah. No, but, um, I, I, I never got regret that. The most beautiful shoes in the world. I bet. Yeah. Rows, lines, not like that woman from Emilia Marcos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I know that? Yeah, I like that broad. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I got lots of shoes, and I haven't been wearing them. Yeah, because for two years we've been home with sweats. Right, exactly. It's so been now, the worst thing in the world for shoes and yeah. for lip lip lipstick stick yeah. and lip gloss. It's yeah. like this this whole pandemic has just put a wrench in all of that. You know, yeah. like this yeah. is only the second time I've worn these, and I love them. They're really. I love cute. the lug sole. I just love them. But those are very cute. I have I have all these great She's wearing like platform kind of combat boots. They're super cute. Who makes those? This is a Prada. Prada. Yeah, they're very cute. What's the name of that store? Nine number? Uh, Nine West. Nine West. I also have shoes from Nine West that I won't get rid of. You know, It's not just shoes that cost a lot of money. It's just a look and a feel. Yeah. I love shoes too. I don't know what it is. And I love it better when they're not so expensive. I know. Shoes are crazy, right? Yeah, crazy. When did that happen? Like, I remember when shoes were like, a good shoe was a hundred bucks. That was expensive at that time. And now, forget it. There's thousands. Thousands. Yeah. It's It's insane. It's so crazy. Like Frankie and I, like I, Gilby went shopping with me once and we looked at shoes and 
he was like, is that for one pair of shoes? <laughs> <laughs> what comes with it? <laughs> And by the way, if it's under a thousand dollars, it's a deal. And he was like, no, something's wrong with you. Something's wrong. That's not right. Yeah. I'm sure that's interesting. How long ago was that? Oh, like a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. See, that's funny. Shop I shop. Zach love what he loves. He loves. Yeah. And he doesn't have a pair of shoes that cost less than six, seven hundred dollars. I mean, his boots are all. But does he know that or Uh, he does not have a problem with things that are of value costing money? Like he won't. He still has the same car since 2011. He won't. That kind of stuff that doesn't he doesn't do it for him. But he loves his West Coast boots. So it doesn't matter if they're, you know, five hundred, seven hundred dollars. It's like they feel good. They look good. He likes quality. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Obviously, with guitars, I mean, yeah, I know. I have four storage units filled, and same here. Yeah, so his his guitars are my shoe. (laughs) Exactly, sunglass problem. Forget about our shoe problem. What about your guitar problem? It costs a lot more than our shoes. Anyways, well, thank you so much for coming and hanging out Uh, with us. This is the first time I've 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 done a podcast. Uh, Really? Yeah. Wow, you're amazing. Yeah. Um. Thank it was you for so much for fun doing you. our show. Yeah. yeah. Well, good luck to you girls. So, well, thank you so much. You're welcome so much. Thank it you. so thank much you. fun having you. Let's just pray that our Lakers come to the party. Yep. And if you have a subject or product that you want us to talk about or review, just hit us up on our socials. Honest AF Show is our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. HonestAFShow.com is our website. What's the name of the show? Honest AF, honest as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Thank you, Diane. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much. It was lovely to meet you. you. Bye. We obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.